Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I have been gone for almost three weeks on vacation to our family home up in Penticton, and I just had a wonderful time. Uh, first bit was too busy as usual. <laughs> Every year I say I'm going to have more boundaries about company and how much stuff I plan and what I do when I'm there. Yeah, it all goes out the window usually because I just, once I get there, then it's like there's so many people to see. My world is filled with friends that uh, vacation in the same spot or live in the area. And of course, you're you're slowed down, you're available, and everyone wants to touch base. And it's a wonderful feeling, but it can get very hectic very quick. Plus, the Okanagan Valley has so much to offer. The beach, water sports, wine tasting, you know, it, it can mountain biking. It goes on and on uh, up there. So there's always something to do. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed some of the things that have been posted while I was gone, especially my interview with Adam Walton. Uh, I know he is very leftist center, which is one of the reasons I love him dearly. And you know what? If nothing else, I just hope he made you think. If that's, if that's all the interview did was make you think, then my work here is done. In fact, there's a great little story I want to tell you. While we were up there in the first week, uh, I had friends overlapping, so I had friends coming and going, but for one night and one morning, they were all in my house together. And uh, so we're sitting out on the patio, having drinks, having discussions, and we and we get into the you know what's going on with COVID in the world, the lies and the truths, although really, does anyone really even know what those are? The misinformation, the, the media nonsense, it was fantastic. And there were some real different things of opinion but that's what I loved so yes it got a little heated it got a little excited uh, but we had everything there from 19 to almost 60 uh, and it was fascinating to me especially my niece it was fascinating to me because she had a very distinct opinion and yet for somehow there was this disconnect where she didn't feel that although what she thought made sense and was logical that her government should feel the same way and I challenged her on that I said so honey at 19 and, or I guess she's 20 now because she's in her second year of university, um, you can see that this makes sense. Then you need to apply that to how you feel accountability works with who you elect and put into power in this country. I was like, oh, right. We tend to forget that. But the best part about it was is just that people had an opinion. And I don't mean a, a blind belief. I mean, we talked about the opinions and why you have them and the basis for that and the backup for it. One of the big things in my life is we do not all have to agree, but I do expect respect and I do expect people to think for themselves. So as long as you're not, you know, spouting some party line of some nonsense that the media is feeding you or that your government's lying to you about, which is nine times out of 10, exactly what they're doing, think for yourself. And I love that. So the next day I got up and I thanked everybody. I said, I hope no one was offended because I just want to thank you all 
for having this great conversation that we could spitball stuff all over the place and still walk away friends, even though we didn't all have to agree. And I said to my niece, I said, sweetie, it's not our job as, as you know, your elders to tell you what to think. It's our job to teach you how to think. It's such a huge difference. It's something I go over and over with my granddaughter so often because bottom line is, Society is about indoctrination. School is about indoctrination. Life, religion, it's all about indoctrination. Wrong or right, the bottom line is everyone does it. Every country does it. Every, every uh, religion does it. We're there to, the, the teaching seems to be there to indoctrinate someone into, you know, a popular or their way of thinking. And although that has its purpose and can have some positives, I don't agree with it fully. I, I believe in searching for information and then making up your own mind uh, and making decisions based on, you know, the best, the best information you can find at the time. There are lots and lots of things that, are, that change daily, yearly, monthly. One of the things that came up, uh, so, okay, so let me back up here. Reading a lot right now on the brain. I am listening to Joe Dispenza's audiobooks. I've got the trilogy of his books. I am about to start his meditation because I need to rewire some of my automatics uh, pathways in my brain. Uh, traumas I'm bringing in from childhood, belief structures that are not serving me. The problem is that our brains have a chemical way of getting addicted to how we have been pre-programmed and indoctrinated, back to that expression. But they can be rewired, but you have to do the work. So I'm very excited right now that I have found a new pathway and that I get to do the work. And it's actually one of the things I was talking to my girlfriend about who stopped in to visit for a little bit. Over and over, I am becoming more aware. I'm learning more. But if I truly want to change my physicality, there's work I've got to do. And she laughed and she said, yeah, shall I totally understand. She says, I'm aware of my issues and my insecurities. And what was the other word? She, um, her anxiety. She says, but getting past it is the hard is the harder part i'm not sure i 100 agree with that uh lots of people would think that i think becoming aware is the hardest part waking up i had quite an epiphany this past week and i remember my coach saying shelly i can i'm holding the key i can wave it in your face i can touch your nose with it but until you see the key there's nothing i can do to help you unlock that door and where that came from and i realize i segued off here was listening to Joe's book. I got a good, you know, eight hours in with traveling back and forth to the family home. And I really enjoyed the rewiring part of it. Like I'm also reading A Limitless by Jim Quick right now on the brain. So like I said, I'm doing a lot of brain research. You're probably going to hear me podcast on it a fair bit in the next little, little bit because I'm going to drag you through my journey with me. That's the whole point. What I learn, I want to teach. And it really gave me hope. So I was feeling very disconnected. Now, apparently with all the empathic woo-woo stuff going on in the world last weekend there was it's sort of um oh I can't remember the name of it there's sort of an awakening happening when the veil between our third dimensional reality and and living fifth dimensionally and the other the energies the veil is very thin so a lot of people were really struggling I know I was struggling with you know what am I doing with my life and feeling like they're jumping in and out of phase it was like what just feeling discombobulated and I wasn't alone, and you aren't alone if you're feeling this way. So I've been doing some some reading on on that too, on the, the on the di dimensional uh, energies. I went uh, into my coaching session this past week, 
And I said to my coach, I says, this is what's happened in the past week and a half. I've been feeling very disconnected. I feel like there's a room that I don't have a key to. Hence the key analogy. His first question to me, and we were just texting back and forth, preparing for our coaching call the next day. He said, why did you create that room? Now, that's a very interesting uh, pers perspective because that is what can happen to us a lot of the times. We create the problems. We create the solutions. We create. Just um, That's all I'm, we create. Where my take on that was, though, I said to him, I says, I understand what you're saying, and I'm not saying I didn't create the room. But really what I feel more like was is that now I'm aware of the room, but I don't have a key to it. That's rang truer for me. It doesn't make one wrong or the other. And whatever you're going through in your life, it could be the first thing. It could be the second. You could have created whatever you're going through in your life. But for me, it felt more like there's a door that's now, t you know, needs to be open to an another level of awareness in my life. And I can't find the freaking key. And that's where he made the analogy about the key. So I asked him, I says, can you help? And he's one of those, those coaches that is very, very firm in his belief. I can lead a horse to water, but I cannot make you drink. And I appreciate that because when you discover things yourself, it's going to resonate with you better. It's going to stick better. And you're, you're going to find your own path. And then the next time it becomes easier and easier. You know, the first year of coaching with him, he just found me so very stubborn. And, and he says, your growth now is so exponential on this second year that we've started, um, that it boggles me some days. Uh, you know, when I look back to how you were to how you are, but I still can't hand you the key. Now I'm not going to lie. I am a results oriented person. A lot of people are, I just want the key. Can you just give me the answer <laughs> that, you know, when I was in uh, school, high school and university, memorizing that was my thing I had a, a fairly decent memory not an excellent memory but a fairly good memory or if there were things that were visual I could figure them out so if if there was a visual component that I could help memorize or I could work through a visual problem in my brain then then I was good to go once I got my head around it it was like oh this is this just makes sense finding our own path that you know when I told him you know this is how I'm feeling and he answered me with that and then I was having the conversation with my girlfriend about the awareness and having to start the work. He says, I want you to rephrase that. I do not want you to have the attitude that you have to do the work. I want you to be excited that you get to do the work. And he's right. I am, I am excited about that now to, to start this new journey. But it's how you vocalize, perceive, and move forward. I get to do the work. I get to. That's been very exciting. I have no doubt that I have the key in hand right now. At least I can see the key right now. I just haven't figured out how to fit it into the door yet. But that that will come. I Now I'm not, I was frustrated. I just kind of felt like I was bumping up against an invisible force field. What, what are we gonna do next? So I apologize. I have noticed so many of you joining the, the Instagram page I have for Living Well with Shell. I don't have thousands of followers, folks. It's a value added for people that listen to this podcast or that I coach. It's just inspirational sayings. Um, I will post you know announcements there if there's a really neat podcast, especially my interviews. I'll always do that on Instagram. But thank you for those that have, that have uh, 
have chosen to follow in the last couple of weeks. I've been watching you and, and especially for my few listeners that have reached out, commented on a specific post or a thank you for a specific podcast assures me that someone's hearing me, that I'm being heard. So thank you for that. Uh, and if you haven't checked it out, just go to Living Well with Shell on Instagram. But what I, the point I was trying to make was I didn't get it done. We just got so crazy up in Penticton, uh, even though I had my laptop with me, that I didn't get my social media done. I was posting some things to uh, as what the story, but not to my actual wall. My newsfeed was just not, it just wasn't there. So I'm back at it today, getting things up and, and running. So thank you for your patience, and I'm sorry for my absence. Uh, but I really just needed the rest as well. I think that was part of it. When you're going through things and changes in your life, give yourself grace. Okay, give yourself grace to accept that it's a journey, not a destination. I uh, struggle with this in my life because I am very results or have been, let me rephrase that, I've always been very results and destination oriented. It is probably the biggest thing I've had to learn the last two years in changing careers and changing lifestyles was to, you know, just let go not to fill my calendar, not to do busy work, uh, not to get distracted, just to be, just to be. And I encourage you that if you are standing on a precipice and you are wondering what next, reach out, reach out to me, reach out to someone else you might hear or see on social media or a coach or something like that. We're here to help. And sometimes all you need is that little nudge I've seriously been considering starting like a $97 group coaching thing where you can just dial in via Zoom or, or Facebook Live or something like that, or sort of on Facebook. The need keeps speaking to me. I have my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. That's different. This is more getting your feet wet. People that are just unsure where to go next, how to start, what to do. And the fun thing about a community like that, I do have a high-functioning habits in Facebook, but I just, it's not active. It's just sort of sitting there dormant. Just so I made sure I had the, the URL reserved, the name reserved, but that would be, it's, it's private. That would be an amazing, uh, place to come together where you can drop questions and I can just answer them in that sort of environment and give you a launching point. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for, a launching pad, some place to start. Because if you check out Instagram this week, you will notice that my posts are along this theme. You know, things like if you don't take a step forward, you'll always be in the same place. And if you never ask, the answer will always be no. Definitely a theme to this week's Instagram posts. My coach has been after me. He says, you need to, I don't know why this is the universe is speaking to us, but he goes, he sent me off on homework. He says, you know, I've been giving you homework for six months now. You haven't done it. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're talking about that course. He goes, yeah, any day now. And it's funny because I've been sort of not fighting him on it, but just conveniently ignoring him. <laughs> He's not taking the ignoring anymore. The point here is though, there is a, there's need out there. It's time to answer it. Just you feel you're vested in something and you've got a place to go and start and I can fill a need that has the universe has been screaming at me about for quite a while now and I haven't been listening. And maybe that's part of why the door feels locked to me because although I've been moving myself forward and through a lot of things and although I bring everything to you through this, this podcast, uh, you're, we're all growing together. I am not in turn helping more than one person at a time. And I truly believe that 
I need to be doing more. So it's just funny these little epiphanies I've been having and uh, what you might be going through in your own life. This is a very strange time. A lot of people are waking up and this, the 2020 and the COVID, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what it all looks like a year from now or how we look back on it 10 years from now. But I don't want to get into that right now. I just feel that there is a need out there that entry level people need that starting point. Uh, while I'm writing my book, which I just is an ongoing thing, I keep renaming it. It's always going to be high functioning habits, but I, I've changed it a, a few times and played with some artwork, high functioning habits 101 for beginners, because that's how I feel that I'm that starting point for people that just need some direction, need maybe a bit of a handhold, need to be told they're okay. You are okay, just as you are. You are okay. You are enough. But that doesn't mean you can't be more or different. And that doesn't mean that all of us don't have things we're needing to overcome. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, getting up on the wakeboard, but I got out of the truck on when we got home and my whole leg collapsed beneath me and I could hardly walk for two days. It would bear my, the muscle there. It was, you know, wiping it, rubbing it down with Arnica uh, tincture and my roller. I was in the bath morning and night trying to loosen it up, doing my stretching. Was it worth it? Yes, it was worth it for me. I want those memories, but I also still have a, you know, very serious medical condition that has to, the price has to be paid and I paid it. Speaking of that, the fact that these things were on social media, I've got a guest coming on in the next few weeks and I'm really looking forward to him. Him and his partner coach on to help people that have digital addiction. And I really am looking forward to having him on the show because I've got some definite ideas and thoughts to share about how we approach social media. Uh, like I said, when I had the problem with the leg after the, after the, uh, the surfing, I almost did a Facebook live the next morning to just to show people here I am can't get out of bed. Here's me, no makeup. You know, it's not all perfect, but I don't believe social media is also the place to air all my dirty laundry. So things I post on social media tend to be happy and fun things. I think the thing that really needs to change, which I won't get into big right now, is that we need to change our perception of how we view social media. Quit thinking with the limiting belief that everyone has a better life than us. They probably don't. They really probably don't. We all have our struggles. So when I look at social media, which I love, by the way, it's how I keep up on my nieces and nephews and my friends and I communicate. It's how I share my joys. And of course, I use it for business big time with Living Well with Shell and have for years. It has its place, but I do not look at it through a filter of the world is having a better experience than I am. Not at all. And I never have, actually. So when people say that to me, I understand that is a very large and common belief out there that it's all fake, but my life isn't fake. It's just that I don't post every aspect of my life on social media because that is really no one's business and I'm not serving anybody by slamming my husband on social media if we've had a fight. That serves nobody other than people to stand back and go, oh, okay, see, yeah, her life's not so perfect. No, how about you just believe that in the first place? You don't need to see my negativity or anyone's negativity to understand and believe that. Very similar to just the waking up and finding the key for the room. It's all about the perspective and the veil to which we are viewing the world through your expectations and your belief structure.
Alrighty. All right. I'm going to close this up for today. It's a little bit of a shorter one because I have had to edit this a couple of times because I've gotten off in a hundred different tangents. And that really just means that I need to do other podcasts about certain subjects. So have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.